Yo, what is good? Welcome back to Health Hacks. This is episode number 145. Today, I will talk about pets because I asked my roommate a couple of minutes ago, yo, give me a topic, and he said pets. So he actually said cats and dogs, but uh, I will say pets because that's pretty much the same thing. So yeah, we will talk about that. I will start by attacking the subject and relating it to health in a different angle than you might expect. And that is a concept that I've learned from reading the book, which I'm sure you've heard of, which is called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I heard a bunch of people say it's a great book. The only, and I have not read it in a while, I've read it a while ago, but the only thing I remember is assets versus liabilities. That is the only thing I remember from the book. And that concept in its own is pretty valuable. But as you probably read the book or just read a summary, because I legit don't remember anything else that was mentioned in the book. And I'm sure there's more good things. I don't think it will change my financial life if I read it again, but it might give you give me good concepts and ideas to learn from. But anyways, the only thing I remember is assets versus liabilities. And that is actually how I have viewed pets for a while. Call me heartless, call me whatever. I think pets are a liability. And sure, every time I say that, people say, well, kids are also a liability, but you believe in kids. I'm like, yes, I do believe in kids. I do believe you should have kids. But in my defense, for the first 18 years, kids are 100% a liability, or at least mostly a liability. And even after they're 18, they're probably a liability as well. But they have the potential of being an asset. Pets almost never do. There are extremely few exceptions. Especially when you talk about cats versus dogs. I'll touch on cats and dogs specifically. But with other pets like a fish, for example, that can't even do anything. The only valuable argument for having pets is for your mental health, which is extremely important. But as you might expect, I will encourage you to take care of your mental health in a variety of different ways, such as working out, such as eating good food, such as going hiking, having social interactions, buying cool gym equipment, buying cool shoes. Like the reason why I think pets are a liability, whether it is cats, dogs, fish, parrots, snakes, iguanas, what other pets do people have? Whatever, honestly. Um, the reason why I think it's a liability is because, first of all, they don't really make you money and there's no return on investment. The only thing they can give you is the quote-unquote love. And for animals that don't really have emotions, they are extremely different from humans, such as iguanas, fish, even cats to an extent. Oh, but let's just stick with the iguana and fish. And yes, I know people with the iguanas. I know people with the fish. I don't know anybody person with the snake. I actually have met a person with spiders. Ugh. But yeah, there are people with odd pets. Um, and yeah, nobody, I guess people can say iguanas and fish are cute. 
don't know, but I, I don't think most people would. But even with those pets, you just need to feed them once a day. You can't talk to them. You can't even, I guess you can pet them. You can pet the iguana. I don't know. I just feel like they're extremely useless. And sure, you can say having another soul improves my health, my mental health, because it relieves stress. But you're working out relieves stress. Talking to another person relieves stress. Journaling, expressing yourself relieves stress. If you are going to buy a pet, which I don't encourage at all, I'm sure there are benefits to it. I personally, again, you can call me heartless, sure, I don't see the benefit. I don't think the pros outweigh the cons. I just don't see it. But if you are, even though dogs and cats are more expensive than fish or iguanas or snakes or like amphibians, like people have pets, frogs as pets or spiders, don't buy anything without like, I don't know, without a soul. That's not the appropriate way to phrase it. Don't buy it. Like there's absolutely, I, there's absolutely no reason to get iguanas, fish, frogs, spiders, any parrots, any of that as um, pets. Cats and dogs are slightly more understandable. The, if, if I had to get a pet, I'd probably get a dog. Just because I believe they are generally happy when they see you. Cats just want to be fed, right? And yeah, dogs are the same, but you you can make a dog do tricks. You can like, I don't know, throw things. You can take him for a walk. And yeah, you can also take a, a cat for a walk. But taking, you know, I've actually seen also people take fish for a walk. But taking the dog for a walk is an actual, like, proper, natural thing to do. You can do exercise with a dog. You can run with a dog. There's more health benefits you can do with a dog. So if you were to get a pet, I guess I would suggest getting a dog. But I would not suggest getting a dog. <laughs> and, okay, I guess maybe eventually I will get a dog. But, yo, the amount of time, effort, and money you're going to have to spend, probably is not worth it unless and again I'm looking um analyzing this through strictly a health point of view because I I guess I don't, I don't really consider mental health an issue for me personally and I don't I should probably rephrase that I don't consider having pets improving my mental health more than doing other activities I don't believe it will increase my mental health more than me doing other activities to increase my mental health. If I want to increase my mental health, which I obviously always do, I would focus more on working out, focus more on eating better, focus more on socializing more with human beings, not with pets. Okay, and financially, again, if you were to get a pet, obviously I would suggest a cat or a dog, and I would suggest a dog because... They are more friendly. They probably do take more work than a cat. That's true. But a cat is just cute, right? A dog is something you can teach to do tricks. You can, you, I guess you can talk to, you can talk to the wall. You can talk, it's funny because when people say you can talk to a cat or the dog, you can talk to the pet. Well, you can also talk to a wall. You can talk to anything. They're going to talk back to you. They're going to make sounds occasionally. <laughs> That's That doesn't really mean much. Anyways, 
Oh yeah, but like, if you look from a financial standpoint, you can do whatever you want with your money. It's your money. It's yours. So feel free to do whatever with your money, obviously. However, if you'd spend that amount of time on expensive groceries and or even treating yourself to having a nice meal, it's funny, yo. So many people, I don't know why I keep saying yo, but so many people spend the very best quality. They spend money to purchase the very best quality of food for the cats or for the dogs, for the fish, for whatever, but they don't spend the very best quality of food for themselves. There are some people who actually spend more money on their pets than they do themselves, just to feed them, just to make sure they survive, to make sure they're comfortable. But they don't care about that for themselves. I heard, I think Zig Ziglar said it, yeah, and this is a really good metaphor for life. And he said, imagine you owned a $1 million racehorse. You just happen to own one. It's yours and it's worth over $1 million. Would you feed your horse? Uh, would you feed your horse alcohol, donuts, and let it smoke all night? Oh, no, I think what he said was, would you let your horse, your horse smoke, eat junk food, and drink caffeine, something like that. And obviously the crowd laughed as he said that. And then he said, well, what if you had a $5,000 dog? Would you let your dog eat whatever they want, eat junk and smoke all night? What about a $10 cat? What about a $100 billion you? Folks, that's how he spoke. <laughs> you see, I'm pretty sure I'm definitely paraphrasing and not saying it as well as he did, but he said something along the lines of, folks, we spend more time and more energy and more money on pets rather than making ourselves healthy. And unless we make ourselves healthy, then we will not live an optimal, happy life. That's a great message to have. How often do we buy the highest quality food for our pets, but we don't spend the same amount of money on ourselves? Why is that? That You may say, oh, I'm being selfless, but no. Because then that day, there has to be some sort of hierarchy, and humans need to be the top. So you need to prioritize yourself, you need to, be, you need to prioritize your family, you need to as the people that you love and a great way to show the people that you love they truly love them is by inspiring them and one of the best ways to inspire them is to be an inspiration yourself instead of saying or telling them what to do lead by example be the person who prioritizes themselves that is actually unselfish that is actually a way to show yourself that and a way to show your family that hey you can be better you can be happier you can accomplish more if you really invest in yourself if you buy proper nutrition if instead of spending two thousand dollars and buying a dog i don't even know how much dogs cost or cats cost but i was making up a number let's say they cost two thousand dollars they might be more of no clue but instead spend the two thousand dollars on going to a sauna every week 
or spend the $2,000 on having your own gym. That is plenty of money to have your home gym, buy a pull-up bar, buy a couple of weights, buy a mat, buy a bench, you're good. If you go to Amazon or wherever, if you go to, go to many sports stores for $2,000, and again, that is a completely arbitrary made-up number, but I'm pretty sure that is less than what it will cost you to get a dog or a cat. But for that amount, you can have a really nice in-home gym. Or if you don't want that, you can spend that amount on a weekly basis, not $2,000 on a weekly basis, but split into the year or split into whatever to get a massage every week, go, go to a spa, again, sauna, something. And people think, oh, why, do you, why would you spend like $100 on a massage every week? Well, why do you spend $100 on food for your pets every week? Like, if you have the option, and you don't have the option, you can definitely have it all. But I'm saying, you can't really complain that you don't have money to spend on good food, to spend on gym, to spend on yourself, if you spend so much money on cats, or on dogs, on feeding them, on changing the little box, on just taking them for a walk. Oh, I don't have time. Like, get your priorities straight. And if you're not complaining, that's cool. I'm talking about the people who complain. Again, I have no problem with the person who has a pet and they're in great physical shape or they are physically happy with where they're at. My problem is with people who are not physically happy with the one they're at, with where they are at, and they complain that they don't have time even though they spend three hours a day talking with their pet. And what does that get them? Or they say they don't have enough money and they complain that they don't have enough money to buy proper nutrition, so they only eat junk food, but they buy the highest quality food or they spend a decent amount of money for food for their pets. Or they spend a decent amount of money to make sure their pets are extremely comfortable and they have whatever the pets want. Or prioritize yourself, prioritize your family, prioritize your friends, prioritize people before you prioritize other animals. Because people will look out will look out for you. Yeah, that is a little rent I had. What else can I say about pets? I feel like I pretty much covered everything that was on my mind. It is I'm very happy I rented about this subject because I have not thought about this specifically. I mean, I probably had a bunch of thoughts on my mind, but after my roommate said it, I sort of gathered my thoughts a bit and I just splurged all the information and the thoughts I had together. So yeah, I still have 10 more minutes to talk, so let's see what else I can talk about. I'm just going to think. By the way, this episode 145, so in five days, what episode on episode 150 or episode 149, that'll be my last day of forcing myself to go for at least 25 minutes. And after that, I'll just talk. And when I finish, such as, like if I were to do this after episode 150, so if this was episode 157, for example, I would have stopped at 57 minutes because I don't have anything else to say. I'll just do my short rant think of a topic or ask somebody else for a topic and I will say everything that I want to say 
And after that, it's over. But right now, I'm pushing myself. I'm pushing my limit. I'm trying to improve myself. And I'm trying to set a uh, certain standard for myself of how much I can talk. And once I read the standard, then I will say to myself, then, okay, Daniel, you have proved to yourself, obviously, everything I'm doing is to prove to myself. You've proved to yourself that you are competent enough to speak for 25 to 30 minutes for 30 days straight because that's what I'm doing. You're able to do it. So now I am giving you the freedom, and it's funny because I'm talking to myself, right? But I'm giving myself the freedom to just talk and not have a structure. But it is important to have a structure to begin with. Because otherwise, without a structure, there's chaos without a structure in the world. I would not really see improvements. And you might think to yourself, well, why don't you continue having a structure? Well, I like to have freedom, but... I want to have planned freedom. I don't. I want to have freedom after I have earned it. After I proved myself that, like I deserve it. So, if episode one fifty three, for example, I do it for seven minutes and I'm done, that's cool, and I'll be very proud of that because I know that if I really wanted to, I could extend that seven minutes to twenty seven minutes, but. I know that those seven minutes are extremely pure, extremely concise, and there's a lot of valuable information in them. But if you were to go back to episode 36, for example, I'm just making things up. Let's say episode 36 was seven minutes. I have no clue, but let's say it was. Then those seven minutes, I probably studied a lot. I probably did what I'm doing right now, which is just trying to get to that seven minutes is trying to get to enough time so I can speak, right? Actually, no, 36 was I tried to go after 10, so it's below 30. So it's probably episode now number like, I don't know, 23, that was six minutes, right? And episode 23, for example, let's say I did seven minutes. It was probably a struggle to get to seven minutes. Now, depending on the day, getting to 15 minutes was uh Okay, like getting to 15 minutes was easy, but the 25 minutes was a struggle. So I wanted to push myself to push myself to a certain limit. And after that, then I allowed myself to, okay, just make a podcast still every day, but the length doesn't actually matter. So that's what I have done to push myself. Oh, and by the way, let me finally connect it. I talked for a while and now I finally have an idea to how this connects to pets. I imagine that if I had my own pet, it'd be way more difficult for me to be as consistent as I am, which is doing this podcast for 145 days straight without missing a single day. That's crazy, Daniel. You really have made it. And yeah, I feel like pets are just, again, a liability. They're more of a burden. I'm not in the stage right now in my life that I can take care of anything that is other than myself. Like if I had a family right now, I'd be screwed. If I had a pet right now, I'd be screwed. I can barely take care of myself. I mean, I am taking care of myself, right? I'm not a burden to anybody else. I am like independent. But if I had to take care of anything else, whether that is a human being, whether that is a pet, whether that is whatever, 
even the first, like that's just more responsibility that I don't want to put on my shoulders. There's so many things that I'm trying to accomplish that it will just distract me from my goal. Eventually, when I have my own house, my own kids, wife, all of that, then yeah, having a dog would be cool, right? Um, <laughs> I actually heard a joke that said that, maybe it's not even a joke, maybe it's serious, but it said that there is no greater love than with a dog and with the older man, the older father that initially never even wanted it. And that <laughs> related, not related to me, but it reminded me of a couple of people that I know that, like fathers that I know, that they only bought the dog because the kids wanted it and they didn't want to get a dog at all. But now, um, after the kids have grown up, that father is way more attached to the dog and the dog is super attached to that father than any other relationship there is. They love each other a lot. That's why it seems like it. But yeah, um, I just remembered that. Anywho, yeah, I don't... If you truly believe that getting a pet will expedite your journey to achieving your goals, she'll get it. If you believe that the only way you'll be motivated to reach 10,000 steps if that is your goal or go out for a walk or go for a jog is if you had a dog then yeah sure that is a justifiable way to buy a dog but I believe there is money better spent or there is time better spent again who am I if you want to buy a dog buy a dog if you want to buy a cat buy a cat I'm not saying there's no value in pets I just don't view the value in pets as highly as most other people and that's just my opinion you may think I'm a master for thinking it and that's cool you're more than entitled to your opinion and there are definitely people who are extremely fit and have dogs and who the the pets help them become fit I'm sure that is a thing I'm just saying generally I believe that if you're time is very scarce if your money is very scarce if you're not in in an abundant plentiful place right now in your life and you're considering of getting a pet i would discourage it for the time being it might be helpful i just believe that for the time being there are other things you should spend your time on such as your job your business trying to build up your body, trying to build up your health, trying to build up your social networks, trying to spend money and time in things that improve yourself. Eventually, getting a pet, sure, it might help you. And you might think that getting a pet will help you right now, but I strongly believe that if you're at a place where you cannot afford to spend another two hours of your time, if you're really stuck on a rigid schedule then maybe getting a pet is not the best idea or maybe investing money in things that are not yourself is not the best idea that's just my view again you might call me a master for not viewing pets as highly as that important but that is my view my opinion what 
can I say for the last minute, I had a pretty long conversation with my dad today about the meaning of life, which is always interesting, always fun to talk about. We This is not related to pets at all, by the way. I'm just literally trying to finish this podcast off. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, we talked about religion. We talked about... What else we talked about? I feel like uh, every time I show with a podcast where I talk about with my family, it's really philosophical, really deep subjects. It's not always like that at all. I'm just saying the funny, um, yeah, the, the, the fun subjects. Because if I just told you, oh, we talked about working out, we talked about how our day was, how uh, America is doing, how Israel is doing, like politically, that's okay, whatever. There's nothing really interesting there. But the extremes are interesting. Um, I feel like I had a point I was about to say with my dad. Yeah, just a fun. Oh yeah, yeah. So while I was talking um, with my dad, I was stretching the entire time, and I got a solid hour of stretching without even noticing. And as I said yesterday, regarding commitment, right now actually, as soon as I finish this podcast, I know I didn't do it after I finished the hour of stretching, but I am going to open up my journal because I have started journaling. Again, ever since my cast has been off. So, yeah, I have been journaling again. But in my journal, I'll open a page with my notes and I'll put the number one because I stretched for over 30 minutes today. And tomorrow, I will stretch again for over 30 minutes and I'll put the number two. And that will motivate me to continue stretching much like I did, um, much like I'm doing in the podcast. So, yeah. I just wanted to let you know that I am implementing what I said I would yesterday. And even though I've not meditated today, I shall do it in the next few days for sure. Maybe even tomorrow. I am going to sleep right now because... Yeah, I'm just going to sleep right now. Um, I don't believe there's a point of meditating well before you go to sleep. I'm just going to meditate in... I'm just going to meditate in the morning or in the afternoon, or like right before a big meal. I heard that is the best time to meditate. Anyways, I hope you got a few valuable insights within this podcast, and at least you know my perspective. That's all. Peace.